And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the Skype line with us today is Daniel Fukushan, and he is CEO at Roman Rhodes Press and founder at Kepler Education. Uh, Daniel, it's an honor to have you on with us today. Thank you for having me. I uh, found out about you some time ago. We actually, our families knew your wife when she was younger, and uh, I remember seeing her, and uh, she used to play piano, and she was an accomplished (laughs) pianist in those early days, and then she moved with her family, and then you guys got married and lost touch a little bit, but uh, still somewhat stay connected, uh, I guess via Facebook, more my wife. But um, the other day I was talking with Deb, my wife, and she said, why don't you interview Daniel because of your interest in expertise and education. So, Daniel, let's start talking about education. I'm thinking there may be some parents out there that are seeing the um, options that are available and starting to think, you know what, I'm starting to think about jumping in with both feet to either homeschooling or some kind of sort of um, shared responsibility, private education, helping each other. So let's talk about what you have going there with Roman Rhodes Press and Kepler Education. Sure. Yeah, so um, we're celebrating our 10th year at Roman Rhodes Press, so it's it's uh, been a milestone for us this year. Um, and the the reason uh, I founded Roman Rhodes uh, 10 years ago was because um, I was, I'm a second generation homeschooler. We're homeschooling our kids. And um, I had a good Christian homeschool um, uh, uh, education, um, but I discovered classical education in college. And I realized that homeschoolers had very few materials, especially in high school, that were specifically classical Christian in nature. Hmm. So that is what um, uh, uh, brought about uh, Roman Rhodes Press. I wanted to um, uh, specifically focus on the high school courses when parents often feel the least prepared to do education at home. Yeah, right. So that's where it started. That's interesting. Um if a parent is going to jump in, as we say, to homeschooling, do they get a little bit scared when you lay a, another layer on top and say, well, uh, let's consider classical education? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, so one of the most uh, common um, reasons that people choose not to homeschool, the thing that, that scares them um, is that they hear, you know, schools, they're the professionals. It's a matter of division of labor. Um, your mom can't be a, um, you know, a professional at math and literature and science, biology, physics, calculus. Um, so, you know, let's let the professionals do that and let's take advantage of the division of labor. Um, that, that, especially the division of labor question has, has been, is, has some validity to it. In other words, there's not, um, um, uh, it, there is, while I think even traditional homeschooling, I think it misses the major point, but it's not that they had no point when they said that. But I feel that that has been completely swapped in recent years with the um, advent of um, uh, better resources for homeschoolers, including online classes, where I would want to ask the question of um, brick and mortar schools, um, 
that that homeschoolers have a better advantage of the division of labor because of just how many excellent resources are available to them, whether it's experts through live classes or curriculum. So if you're a parent and you're um, afraid of homeschooling um, because you're worried that they won't you won't have the resources to give your kids a great education, it's it's the you actually have a better advantage today than your average school, which is limited to the teachers in that area. Yeah, that's a good point. I, you know, I hadn't really thought about that, but you have far more to pick from and choose from. Uh, that's a good point. Um, do most of the students that you're aware of um, have some kind of connectivity via the computer in their homeschooling? Um, most do um, in some way. So so we focused on video courses at Roman Roads Press, and then Kepler Education is our online classes. Um, but the, the, the Roman Roads Press is curriculum that's intended to be used you know, at home or in, the, in, in, a, in a co-op or in, in a virtual setting. But home is the, has been the most common usage. So video courses allow parents to, um, uh, to not only um, give their kids this education that they didn't necessarily receive themselves. But uh, one of our specialties at Roman Roads Press is that we don't want to create resources that are kind of the plug and forget. Here, go take your class and let me know what grade they give you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Instead, we really encourage an education that flows back into the home, uh, as I like to say, um, where parents are involved learning alongside their children. So they become kind of the more mature student, they become the uh, uh, they come alongside their children and help them. But the the video course acts as the primary um, expertise, and then parents help their kids along and in process receive that classical education they did not themselves receive growing up. In most cases, well, that's my case in particular. I I didn't. I didn't receive any kind of a classical education, and I, I feel terribly uneducated, actually. But um, anyway, that doesn't mean our grandchildren have to be. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, that is a very common thing. Uh, I didn't get it, and but at least my grandkids don't have to be. And right. I agree, except I always reply... It's not too late. <laughs> That's true. Um, there are an incredible amount. We're actually doing a uh, great books challenge for parents right now. This is our, our I've done this for a few years, and we have 500 parents in our Facebook group um, from our previous challenge. We're about to reboot it for uh, who are doing um, a reading through a few of the great books their kids are reading. Wow. Um, together. Uh, and so there, this is, this, it is not too late. We've designed curriculum that allows parents to learn alongside their children. So I have seen countless parents who love homeschooling because they get to be students again. That's yeah. a huge draw to this kind of a program. Yeah. And I, I think it takes a certain um, willingness to be humbled um, to admit, you know what, I really didn't have that good of an education. And for me to go back and learn some of my children's material, um, that, that's good for me. And I, I shouldn't be so yeah. proud that that I think I know it all when, in fact, I know almost nothing. And so um, are these parents also watching the some of the video courses? Um, correct. So uh, we're most known for old Western culture which is a, a our four-year great books curriculum. It takes you all the way through the great books from Homer 
um, all the way through the early modern period. Um, and so that one is especially conducive to parents because it's, it's think history channel, 30 to 45 minute lectures, you know, it's, you can watch it in small chunks. Nice. And so it gives you that broad overview of the great books. And then what we encourage the parents to do in the challenge is we realize that, um, it's a lot of books for a, for an active parent, but read, read one, read the Iliad or read, you know, the Aeneid or, or read, uh, the divine comedy or something like that. One, one book in a year. And, uh, and that really has an exponential impact on them because they're, they're not just reading about the great books. We we spend a lot of time reading about education and the great and the great books, and I've compared it to Christians who would perhaps be tempted to read twice the uh, word count about the Bible instead of actually reading the Bible. Oh yes, um, and so it, you know if you're going, you need to actually read the Bible, and sometimes it's easier to read twice as much about it. And we do the same thing with education. Read, yeah. Go ahead and read the great books. Be saturated in the ideas and the tropes and the the, um, the stories that have influenced uh, every generation um, of Western civilization up until about one or two ago, where it started dropping off, um, and you know revive that. So that's that's what the the old Western culture, uh, great books challenge for parents is about, and why we are wanted to give it to our kids, but also to ourselves. You know, when you first used the phrase "old Western culture," immediately I pictured a cowboy riding on a horse, and I thought, <laughs> no, he's not talking about that. <laughs> well, I, I, let me tell you about that um, that that name. Actually, For, first of all, a, a little joke. When we did announce the course, uh, uh, the uh, the primary author of the course is Wes Callahan, who has taught the great books for um, uh, about three decades now, and um, and he's you know he's lives in North Idaho, and uh, the first uh, shoot from behind the scenes when we were doing the. Uh, um, the filming, you know, he had a cowboy hat on and his <laughs> shotgun was in the corner of the room. And we not, we talked about old Western culture and we had all my friends thought I was doing some Western thing. So that's not off point. But the actual uh, name of the, the, the course, Old Western Culture, is a term coined by C.S. Lewis in his inaugural lecture when he took the uh, the chair at Cambridge mm-hmm. of uh, Renaissance and medieval literature. And he used it to describe the education, the ideas, the um, knowledge, the books, the stories that have been held in common by um, educated men and women throughout all of the last 2,000 years. Obviously, some of that was still building up and upon which modernity is built. So he would say that the Enlightenment was the turning point of Old Western culture. Old Western (laughs) culture means pre-Enlightenment. And everything after that and he makes a bold claim he says that the pre-christian and the medieval christian had more in common about the way they viewed the world the divine you know god the the earth um, life than the post-enlightenment christian Hmm. Um, in other words that there were uh, elements in the change of the enlightenment was in some regards um more of a separation culturally than even the pre-Christian and Christian mm. um, era, and and that's a uh, you know he he backs that up and and if you read the the, the church fathers and the the early the um, uh, the reformers you're going to actually see some of this play out just uh, how 
but to, in our minds, they are weirdly close to the pre-Christians. They mm. loved Plato and Aristotle and uh, Homer. And uh, in our modern, we, we don't understand that. The most common objection I hear to um, to what we're doing, this to classical education, is yeah. why are we reading these pagans? Uh. Shouldn't we, you know, shouldn't be rebeating Christians? And and part of the answer, there's that's a that's a, 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 a one of my favorite conversations. <laughs> um, but part part of that answer is, well, um, what have Christians been doing for almost two thousand years? Look at the church fathers. Look at the reformers. Look at the uh, um, the, the the Christians until really only recent times. They they have been uh, using these and loving these uh, pagan pre-christian um works and in using them for the advancement of the gospel yeah to, to the and there's even a, a striking anecdote uh, julian the apostate i believe this was the 400s uh forbade the the use of the aeneid so this is a pre-christian epic poem about the founding of rome mm-hmm. you know with the gods and jupiter and you know all this this you know what what a lot of modern christians would say oh that's greek mytholo- or roman or greek <laughs> mythology I, I that's not for me well he forbade the christians from teaching it in their schools because they were using it so effectively to teach christ <laughs> that's fascinating yeah <laughs> and and so we don't understand that uh, because we've abandoned the classical education, we've abandoned something, and so my uh, our whole project at Roman Roads Press and Kepler um, obviously is providing materials in a concrete way. But our, our our larger mission is the revival of classical Christian learning in our culture, not just our kids in the high, high school, but in our culture more broadly. Now, before I go any further, um, is there a website for Roman Roads Press? Uh, yes, RomanRoadsPress.com. Oh, that's simple. Uh, and we're also on social media. <laughs> and then Kepler.education for the live online classes. Uh, and that is not .edu, that's edu- the full word, education. Yeah, okay. And we'll uh, remind ourselves of that later. Uh, today we're talking with Daniel Fukushan. He's CEO at Roman Roads Press and founder at Kepler Education. Um Parents need help if they're going down the road, <laughs> Roman roads potentially. If they're going down the road and here, <laughs> yeah, right, and and thinking about homeschooling or whatever, maybe getting together with some parents and and kind of helping each other. Do you ever see that happen? Um, yes. So there is um, uh, a, a community that's being d- developed around the uh, classical education as well that is just growing. One of the um, as many downfalls as there might be to social media, one of the benefits is the ability to connect with uh, other like-minded people. Mm-hmm. So um, parents can actually join the Roman Roads Curriculum Facebook group if they're on Facebook. Um, but there is a, a – a, a, um, the communities that happen are often more grassroots. So people who are uh, either in a local co-op using our curriculum together um, or online classes um, – but there is there is a growing uh, a classical education is growing along with homeschooling at an explosive rate in the United States. Yeah, I think that's very encouraging to actually have young people coming up that can actually think, and they're not just mm. blathering some narrative from some Marxists out there. Let me show my bias mm. right away. Um, <laughs> so, tell us just yeah. a little bit about um, when you grew up. 
Uh, I don't think you grew up here in the U.S. Is, did, did I get that correct? Correct. Uh, I was um, grew up in, as a the son of a of a minister. Um, we were missionaries to uh, Lyon, France, where my father uh, grew up. He is a native Frenchman, um, and my mother is American. Um, and we were uh, homeschooling in a city of two million. And to my knowledge, we were the only Christian homeschoolers. There was one secular French wow. family that was very odd in homeschooling, uh, very odd for France in homeschooling, but that was pretty much it. And, and so part of my uh, background of, of how I approached curriculum was from a perspective of realizing that as, as much as uh, community is growing and there is a lot available in the United States, we didn't have it growing up. Yeah. And so – that affected how we created resources that would help, um, obviously, families who had community could, can use it. But those who didn't have um, co-ops and teachers to help could use these video courses, even if they were out on the mission field and the only homeschooler for miles around. Yes. One observation uh, for our own children, it was not a one-size-fits-all. I mean, they, they followed their skills and callings and and giftings and so uh, one might be an hvac technician while the other one is a software engineer another one is uh is a well he was in corrections but now he's as a professional landscaper outside work and running tractors and you know putting in lawns Mm -hmm. and all of that and taking trees down uh, while our daughter became an rn so there was a lot of variation and so i i'm a fan of homeschooling because uh it really helps the children glow as it were (laughs) and 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 find their calling um assuming that they've received christ and they're walking in his ways um I'm just delighted at at homeschooling, and I know it's not the only solution, but it it certainly worked in our case. Now, we've got a little bit more time. Could you tell us a bit more now about Kepler Education and these online classes? Right. Well, actually, that's a wonderful way to segue, because you were um, uh, traditional uh, schooling – and, and I'm talking about both Christian and secular here, just the model of the five-day school um, is one that by nature teaches to the center. And so that creativity and the those the, the various gifts that children have, in my case, I, I probably would have been labeled some sort of delayed growing up mm. uh, in a traditional model. And I never had a label attached because we were homeschooling and I was going my own pace and I caught up and did just fine. Sure. Um, my brother, on the other hand, was doing 11th, 11th grade, quote unquote, chemistry in 7th grade and just <laughs> loving it. So children are unique. And so when you teach to the center, it is going to hit um, – it's going to hit very few perfectly. Yeah. It's going to work for most, hit very few perfectly, and then it will really leave off the, the outliers on both sides. So, so homeschooling is a great benefit to that. Although, you know, it can be a, a, a uh, that you know, there's a lot of helps for homeschooling today. But, but you know, especially a, a lot of kids that can be a, a burden. Um, so, you know, one of the things, especially in in high school, where there is more specialized um, help uh, needed in some form, uh, that's where Kepler education uh, comes in. So, um, Kepler is not an online school. 
it looks like one. It functions in many ways. We have a diploma track. We have a transcript service. We have um, Kepler Life Clubs, Chess Club, and uh, Film Club. We have uh, there's a real community developing there. Um, uh, but it's actually a. Uh, uh, we even have dual enrollment with Colorado Christian College uh, mm. as of this month. So that's, you know, a, again, many, it looks like a school in many ways. Uh, but it is actually a platform for classical Christian conservative teachers to offer classes. And what we do is we gather those uh, teachers, streamline it on one platform. And what it does is that it, it puts, it's truly built on homeschool values of the parents being the primary educators. Mm, okay. So it's a platform. It, it is a platform. Um, and so if you go to, to Kepler, you'll, you'll see a, a very prominent uh, search bar with different, um, uh, you can, you know, uh, go by grade and subject and, um, uh, but, but it's, it's built around a search bar where you're searching for courses and these are all, uh, uh, highly vetted teachers. Um, most of our teachers have a ninety um, percent, uh, in fact, have a master's or PhD at the current moment, and uh, they're crafting their own courses for for these homeschool students. Um, so, uh, if you're familiar with uh, outschool.com, it would be similar, except they're highly vetted, and you know that they all have in common classical Christian and conservative values. Mm. Um, so the the real difference is that Kepler is allowing parents to choose the exact classes that will fit the needs of their family, not only in terms of like of level, but even curriculum. There's no other platform, uh, at least a Christian uh, platform, where you can choose a history curriculum or economics curriculum, and there's multiple uh, teachers using various curriculum. Instead, in most cases, you choose the institution. And it might be a great institution, but that's the choice. Yes. My kid's in ninth grade. He has, he's behind here, head here. We can place him. You know, all those questions come into effect. But you choose the institution because I like that. I like those people. And then that's the decision. Here, I like to say that parents are the school board. <laughs> yes. They're making those decisions on teachers and, and the curriculum those teachers use. And the result has been that um, – as a platform, the teachers are the ones with a lot of freedom as well to create their own classes. And so it's attracted some of the uh, most highly qualified teachers. We actually have a waiting list of over 300 teachers that want to teach at Kepler. Wow. And they are all over-the-top qualified in an era where online schools are begging for people to come teach for them and, and running ads saying, please come teach for us. Mm. And the reason is that most of our teachers are not interested in teaching high school, either online or brick and mortar, because they don't have the freedom to teach how they want, what they want, and to craft their courses. Mm -hmm. So these are veteran teachers who have, uh, some of them are retired, some of them are actively teaching in other places, some are teaching at the university level, and they've come here because they finally get to teach the course they've always wanted to teach. That's that's the basic idea of Kepler. Yeah, um, we're almost out of time. Why don't you give our listeners web addresses, first for Kepler education, then we'll uh, go back and, and cover Roman Rhodes Press for that URL as well. Yes. So Kepler is uh, uh, Kepler dot education, and it's the full 
education, not edu, um, uh, named after Johannes uh, Kepler, um, mm-hmm. the, the scientist, classical Christian educated scientist. Um, and, and that in our motto for Kepler is empowering families by liberating teachers. I love it. And now that I've, I should have started with that because I kind of just explained that whole concept, but um, that uh, liberating teachers is such an important part of what it is. It really is. And then for, for Roman Roads Press, it would be RomanRoadsPress.com. And that is a singular Roman plural press, so RomanRoadsPress.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is great talking with you today. Daniel Fukushan is our guest today, CEO at Roman Roads Press, founder at Kepler Education. And uh, one more time, the Kepler Education is Kepler.education. Is that right? That's correct. Good deal. Well, there, there are some resources for you folks, and uh, follow through on this. Daniel Fukushan, great guy. And uh, Daniel, I want to thank you very much for taking a significant amount of your time today and sharing with our listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And dear listener, please join us next week for another edition of A Plain Answer.